6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, had an interesting chat with our next guest earlier today about the uh, economic realities of the pandemic and where we are right now. Who was really hurt? Who managed through it? Okay, and the fact is, is that there are really two different, two very different stories when it comes to digging out from the pandemic. And I wanted to explore that with Michael Campbell, the host of Money Talks on the Chorus Radio Network. Michael, welcome back to the show. Great to be here. As you say, there's so much happening right now. And uh, yeah, I think that I really like the topic in that we continue to say we're all in this together. Well, mm. when you talk financially, restrictions, yes, but financially, not even close. All right. First off, I, I wanted to bring this up. But first off, I was the Organization for uh, Economic Cooperation and Develop. They upgraded the forecast for Canada's economic growth, now expecting the economy to grow 6.1% this year. And that's up almost uh, two percentage points from last year. What does that say about our pandemic? recovery where we're going Michael uh, first thing it says is we're comparing ourselves to a very you know to this in- incredibly weak year you know, the uh-huh. second quarter of last year was basically unprecedented in terms of economic contraction because full lockdown period yeah. it'll be interesting to see though with uh, still more restrictions uh, you know Ontario comes to mind uh, obviously what's going on in Alberta uh-huh. uh, British Columbia, yes, they've announced plans to sort of reopen the economy, but it's a little bit longer than I think that uh, people anticipated. They thought it would come quicker. Maybe they were just looking across the border to the U.S., which, of course, has moved much faster. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they have to reevaluate that projection again, because things are changing very rapidly. I want to go back now to what you said, you know, this whole the whole notion that we're all in this together. And I think someone had said to me, you know, we, we might be all in the same storm, but we have different boats, right? <laughs> Um, and, and I like, and I really like that, uh, Michael. And I think you, you nailed it uh, as well. It, it has been very different. I think depending on which sector that you worked on, especially if if you were working in tourism, if you're working in hospitality, if you're working public sector, private sector. That's the facts. It's it's very different for uh, people in different areas. Well, let's start with the public versus private. It's not been anywhere near the same thing. I mean, the public sector has been protected in terms of jobs. In fact, they've seen an increase in jobs in certain areas, like healthcare, for example. There's actually been an increase in public sector jobs. Uh, so that's it. Just has not been the same whatsoever. Where the, whatever level of government we're talking about, it's not been the same. Then you get within the private sector itself. I mean, we just got the numbers that we lost sixty-eight thousand uh. jobs again. I think uh, basically totally. Uh, result of uh, pandemic-related restrictions. But then you go to things like tourism. I mean, the tourism Mm. sector in Canada, you know, got hit by about a $60 billion uh, loss in the last year compared to the previous year in 2019. I mean, uh, the impact on the economy, their impact on the economy has dropped in half. They lost about a half million jobs plus uh, you know, when you talk specifically about related in that industry, but that industry has ripple effects too. I mean, for example, the cruise ships not stopping on the coast of British Columbia going directly to Alaska. Well, you're now talking about people who are doing tourist-related services. It might be tour groups. It could be a restaurant, obviously, memorabilia sales. I mean, the list is just huge with this one. So I think uh, it's pretty well acknowledged that the tourism sector, the recreation side of things, uh, accommodation, uh, certain degrees of, well, restaurants, for example, all of them have been crushed by what's happened, and that's where you have to look for recovery. I mean, goods have recovered, but 
you know, you look at services, especially services that required close contact. Yeah. Uh, you know, the CFL is hoping to return uh -huh. to crowds. Uh, the Calgary Flames are, Edmonton Oilers are, Vancouver Canucks, you know, are hoping to get crowds in the stands. And is there anything more vivid or, you know, stronger in that comparison when you look at what's going on in U.S. playoff games and you come back home uh -huh. to Canada? Uh, but those are the kinds of things that have really suffered. Michael, it, it really seems right now that uh, the, the rebound or the recovering economy is tied to vaccine and how many people get vaccine because it seems that every province in this country uh, is basing, you know, reopening on the number of people getting vaccinated, and 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 I'm and I'm wondering, you know, obviously we need to get, you know, we need to get this immunity up. That's going to be very very important. Um, but is that the best way to look at recovering the economy? I mean, is is that what we need to depend it on? Well, certainly the restrictions uh, involved when you talk about things like travel, it's not just single dose, it's double dose. Yeah. You know, and, you know, when you look at a double dose comparison between Canada and the States, we're at about 6%, they're at about 42% of double dose. And, uh, you know, then they look at herd immunity also. And that's, of course, why they've got, uh, you know, several states. I mean, the majority of states have now uh, opened and many more to come very quickly. That's the biggest difference I see between the two economies. Uh, so it's travel's obvious. Europe says, hey, come on in if mm. you've got double dosed. Uh, the Canadian border is going to be a massive issue, and it comes up on June 21st. Uh, the U.S. is talking aggressively. You read their newspapers, border towns. They want to reopen their side of the border. But if Canadians cross, then uh, they got to quarantine when they come back. Well, that's not going to be attractive. So that's a big, yeah, I think that is a huge issue to sort of, I know it's a cliche, but sort of the going back to something that resembles normal. Well, yeah. And normal being no restrictions. I mean, we have normal laws in this country, but obviously we've gone much further than that. So uh, something back where you're not restricted, you can go to a movie theater, you can go to a, a Calgary Stampeders game or an Edmonton uh, football club uh, game, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I think people are looking for, and that looks like it's going to depend on double dose, not single. Yeah, and well, you know, it's interesting here in, in this province, we move back into stage one on uh, June 1st. Mm -hmm. We're moving into stage two on June 2nd or June 10th, and it looks very much like we're going to be in stage three, which is no restrictions by the end of this month. I mean, all of a sudden, after, you know, you know, going through that uh, another wave, that third wave, here we are moving very quickly uh, through it all. And, and for some people, they're like, yes, Finally, others are, are pretty nervous uh, about it, but it it does give, I think, some hope for um, the business community. Although I am seeing some restaurants saying, "Hey, you know what? We're going to stay closed. We're going to still do the the takeout takeout only for the foreseeable future, maybe until more people are vaccinated with that double dose." So I think it's going to be interesting to see how the business community handles it. We know that the business community in Canada uh, wrote that letter. Uh, what was it? A week ago? Two weeks ago? Uh, Parent Beatty, the the head of the uh, Canadian Chamber of Commerce yes. uh, was on the show talking about it, saying, hey, we need to have a roadmap about the border opening. If we go back to the border opening, what are the markers going to be? Give us some kind of game plan. How important is that right now? Well, it's back to just what you said about the restaurants. It's very expensive to stop and start, to hire staff on to do a full-service restaurant, indoor dining, 
and then all of a sudden have to lay them off again. I mean, all of this has been incredibly expensive, and I think at times the health officials have been uh, justifiably criticized by seemingly not understanding what it's like to run a business <laughs> and things like that. So I can see someone being hesitant saying, you know what, I've been tricked a couple of times already. I'm yeah. going to hold back. Let's make sure this is uh, really taken hold and we can have, for example, full, uh, full dining then I'll commit the money and the time and the energy to ramp up everything that would need to go to sort of really increase your capacity by having indoor dining. When it comes to the border, I think one of the challenges is if you look across our country right now, you've got provinces with very different measures of saying, mm -hmm. well, when we get to 70%, we're going to open <laughs> yep. up. We get to 50, we're opening up, you know, that kind of thing. That, that creates a huge challenge and it's going to be very interesting. I'll be watching June 21st, 22nd very closely because the Americans have got one, you know, they're saying they want to open this border yeah. and they're aggressive about that. And they're saying, why not? And of course, Canadian officials are holding off on that. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But I, I can understand any business saying one of the things that's been so difficult is that you know, as knowledge increased, and uh, it's another debate about how the governments have handled all this, but boy, that stopping and starting, that here's a set of rules, oh, we're going to change those. We're going to do this in a month's time. Oh, maybe we're not going to. I understand it's a health concern, but boy, has that ever been expensive and, and difficult uh, for anyone in business in this country. Michael Campbell, the host of Money Talks on the Course Radio Network, joining me this afternoon. Michael, always great to talk with you. Thanks for making time for us on this uh, Friday afternoon. I appreciate My it. Pleasure. Thanks, Jillian. Yeah, take care. Michael Campbell joining us this afternoon.